Do you want to know how to give generously, spend without guilt, pay off debt, build up your saving and honor God with your finance? The VIP Financial Method can help you do that. This is not about getting rich. It's about stewarding what you have wisely. Today, I will share how I moved to a new country with one suitcase, no job, little savings, a husband 80k in debt on a low income to pay off a house over a five-year period, travel and buy items like a brand new car with cash without risky investment or earning a high income. So listen to the end to know the five simple phases that got us there. Welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Habit Coach a.k.a. the fun money coach. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible say about it so we can steward money wisely and shift our money mindset with God's word. As a Christian entrepreneur, I want you to feel confident earning money, managing your personal finance, and create good financial habits to keep your heart and mind on Jesus. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habits that are keeping you stuck financially. So if you're ready to manage money well, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money, grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. In this episode, I want to share my story and I hope it will encourage you. From episode one, you know that my first language is French. Born and raised in Tahiti, but currently living in New Zealand. Tahiti is a tiny tropical island. It's absolutely beautiful. So if you get a chance, make sure you visit. I grew up in a small town called Te Ahupo'o, world famous now for these amazing waves. My parents are still living in my childhood home. Growing up, We did not go hungry, but it was a simple and happy life. In order for me to study, I had to work during the day and study economic and accounting at nine times. I really wanted to speak English and study abroad, but the only way I could do that was to get a scholarship. So I worked harder to get one. This is how I ended up in New Zealand, where I met my husband. As part of my course, I had to work as a marketing coordinator for an event put on by the city. During the rehearsal, I lent a pen to someone I was working with so she could exchange details with a cute guy she liked. But when the cute guy started a friendly chat with me, she got so upset, she left me without giving me a ride home. So I was waiting for my boss when The same cute guy came back and asked, are you okay? I told him I was waiting to ask my boss for a ride home. The cute guy told me that my boss was his brother-in-law and he would be busy for a couple of hours, so offered to give me a ride. This cute guy later became my husband. And it turns out he only helped with the event because my boss, his brother-in-law, told him there was a girl there he would like him to meet. But he never introduced him to her. Instead, he met me because of that pen. But you know what? His brother-in-law told him later on that I was the girl he wanted him to meet. My husband and I, both of us felt this was God's doing. 
Long story short, my study ended and I returned to Tahiti. After one and a half year of long distance relationship, I got a visa and I was able to come back to New Zealand. My husband was working as a security guard on a low pay and a few months before I came back, he got a new job that paid him a couple of dollars an hour more. Again, this was God's doing. He rented a one-bedroom apartment. All he had was a bed, a TV, a few plates, and nothing much else. I remember moving into the apartment with my one suitcase, and in the middle of the lounge was a single camping chair. (laughs) We had no table, no couch. We used an empty cardboard box as our dining table and all cushion on the floor for seats. So I know what it's like to live a minimalist lifestyle, but it wasn't by choice. About eight months after the move, the excitement of living overseas started to fade away. I was cold because we could not afford heating. I was missing my family. I could not find a job. And my husband was getting stressed and grumpy, but I did not even know why. So I remember that one window in our bedroom could not close properly, so the room was always freezing. One night, when we jumped into bed, we both screamed because the bed was so cold that our back froze with pain. For me, yeah, that was it. That was way too much. So I had a talk with my husband And I find out that because of me, he was overspending and getting more in debt. But God again was there for us. I did not realize this honestly until creating the outline for this episode with my husband. Although back then I believed in God, I did not have a close relationship with him. Now, however, I can see what he did all along. For example... He helped me get my first job in New Zealand unexpectedly. And this is how. I walked to my mailbox and a lady walked past me. I said, hi, have a great day. She stopped, turned around and said, hide back. She liked the flower in my hair and we talked for a bit. Then I made a comment that I could not find a job. She said, oh, really? I was just going to write a job vacancy in the newspaper. Would you like to work for me? This is how I got my first job. I was sorting mail at night and I was paid by the letter. I was so slow that I was only making $15 to $30 a week, but that was enough to help with the groceries. It was hard because my husband worked during the day, I worked during the night, so we didn't see each other much. But this is how God helped start my working journey in New Zealand. How amazing. I want to remind you that just because you are a follower of Christ, it doesn't mean that our path will be easy. But you can be sure that God is always with you. Over the following years, I did different jobs like cleaning toilets and again at night. And it wasn't easy because my last job in Tahiti was a manager in a luxury cruise ship. But I did not let my pride or my ego stop me or get in the way because we needed the money and we were struggling. Slowly but surely, God showed us how to be good stewards of the little we had. 
The first five years in New Zealand were not easy. My husband and I did not agree on so many things. We had different priorities and goals. We have different money stories. But this is when my methodology was born. My husband wanted a house. I wanted to save money to travel to see my family and my parents. So we created a spending plan and my motto was, and it still is, we will spend according to our values, we will live intentionally, and we will focus on our priority. We learned very quickly that for it to work, we needed to compromise and work as a team. Fast forward, using my methodology helped us pay off my debt, save for a deposit for a house, and travel home to Tahiti. So to give you a timeline, I moved to New Zealand in 2008. Five years later, we bought a house in 2013 and paid it off in 2018. And I was one year without a job because I've been made redundant. This is my debt-free journey. So as you can see, so much can happen in 10 years, even on a low income. Now imagine, depending on your situation and your income, your progress could be much faster once you shift your money mindset and learn how to steward your money wisely. So please don't give up. Now, would you like to know what we did to get there? Let me introduce the methodology that changed my life and my clients too. I call it the VIP financial method. The name came to me when I was praying to God. And I told him, I can sense that you want me to teach women about money. So what should I call that methodology? You know that I spend according to my value, I live intentionally, and I focus on my priorities. So what do you think? Then I heard in my spirit, V-I-P. I I repeated, V-I-P? Sorry, I don't get it. Then I heard, V for value-based spending, I for intentional living, and P for priority focus. It blew my mind and this is how the name came to be. This methodology is more than money management. It's a lifestyle change. It helps you be a good steward of what you have by shifting your money mindset with biblical principle and by creating good financial habit so you can honor God with your personal finance and your lifestyle. So let me tell you and give you an overview of the five phases. Phase one is dream with God. This is where I teach you what God says about money and financial stewardship. Here, if you are married, this is where you need to talk with your husband and get on the same page. Then you can create goals based on your value and in partnership with God. Once you know where you are going, you need to find out where you are financially today. And that's phase two, which is financial audit. Here we identify your starting point. I will show you how to record and track your progress. Using my unique money journal, we looked at your numbers, debt, net worth, income, expenses. This part is the most challenging. But everyone who has done it says it was eye-opening and impactful. One week after using my money journal, they started to change their habits because they realized why they were doing what they were doing. 
Phase three is the stewardship mindset. Working with Christian, I have noticed that many believe that money is evil and bad, and this is holding them back from earning more, managing it well, and even moving forward. In this phase, you need to identify your money blocks and shift your money mindset with biblical principle because you cannot make any progress if you have a negative relationship with money. In phase four, this is the sustainable plan. This is where we create a plan to go from where you are today to where you want to be. This is when the fun starts. I help you create a plan that is exciting, aligned with your value and your personality. And this is how we make it sustainable. I combine two budgeting methods into one to get faster results and make it easier and fun. Lastly, phase five. It's about your habit and your lifestyle. If you can't stick to your plan, it's usually because you don't have the right habit and the right system. So this phase is the most important part because I show you how to stick to your plan by creating fun money habit. Because as I say, your daily habit will make or break your plan. In this phase, you will have the skill to crush your goal, get out of debt, build wealth while honoring God. But as the Bible teaches, we should not conform to the behavior of this world. So I will teach you how to focus on Jesus and what it means to find contentment in Christ. So money and success will not become an idol. This method is the roadmap for financial success God's way. It helps you see and use money as a tool to advance the kingdom of God, help you reach your money goal faster while enjoying life. In Ecclesiastes 9.7, it says, So go ahead, eat your food with joy, and drink your wine with a happy heart, for God's approve of this. This is a reminder to tell you that having money as a Christian is not a problem. But your heart motive, what you focus on, and how you manage it could be. I want to help you feel financially confident so you can manage God's resources wisely and step into who God's called you to be. As a Christian, I want you to know that earning money is simply a byproduct of serving people with love according to God's will and plan for your life. We are called to serve God and follow His principle and not worship money. And this is what this podcast is all about. So the goal again is not financial success, but rather how do we become good stewards for God's glory. Next episode will be about financial stewardship. So have a pen and paper and your Bible ready. I hope this episode inspire you to take action and to not give up. Don't wait. Procrastination with your finance is expensive. Remember, I'm here if you're looking for a Christian money mindset and habit coach. And the last thing, if you want things to change, something needs to change. Your spending habit, your mindset, those need to change if you want to see different results. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review. And don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor 
God, I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit. Let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.